يا ولدنا انت حنكك شنو مع البدي؟ جبت مش بدنا اوشك منا شفت انت اشكال ازاي؟ الا الموت Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Sarah. And this is No Sir, No Ma'am, a podcast of indeterminate time, <laughs> in which we drag our timelines for being trash. If you would like to hit us up, you can do that at no sir, no ma'am at gmail.com. That's right, I'm starting with the emails first. Um, or you can, you know, send us something on Twitter at NSNM Podcast or through the hashtag NSNM. Wow, that was quick. Disclaimers. Okay. Um, <laughs> that was really weird. Disclaimers. <laughs> None, I think. I didn't know. Listen, I, okay, I have a disclaimer. So I went on Instagram yesterday to be like, hey, if you have, a, you know, we're trying to get this fix your life uh, movement going. Right. So if you have anything, any problems, any life queries that you want us to like attempt, please send them to us. Please. And folks. <laughs> they didn't really. They didn't Bitch, really get it. Come on, like, like please, really? It wasn't even that. It was the fact that like people were sending us topics, and oh. not necessarily like, like somebody just sent me anxiety, and I was like, yes, sis, we have okay. it. <laughs> sure. like, what about it? <laughs> and I just feel like I want to clarify. Struggle with it. What, like, what else? What, yeah, what's happening? I, I think I should clarify. I feel like it's my fault because okay. I was not clear. We want specific problems. Like, tell me that you are suffering from anxiety, for example, and you don't know what to do with your life, and you don't know how to figure out, what do you do, uh, favorite aunties, that helps you with your anxiety? And then that way we can handle it. But like, one word things, like somebody else was like self-esteem, which is, yes, sure. but what about it? So like, Pizza. be specific. What? Cheesecake? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, do you, okay. do, I, do we like it? How do you make it? Like, <laughs> there are so many ways that we can go with it. So just be specific, I guess, is my disclaimer. And I apologize, I'm not blaming any of you. It is co- totally my fault for not clarifying what I meant by what I said. Sure. So, yes, uh, this week slash month i feel like we record on a monthly basis now possibly that may or may not be true (laughs) i'm really not sure i don't know i think it's monthly anyway it's it's been Um, a while i would like to start with um the lady on instagram who went to Mm -hmm. kenya oh sis you know what i'm talking about (laughs) first of all let me just say this we need to count our blessings because i actually don't have french trash for this week or this month or whatever not that it hasn't occurred but i just (laughs) haven't been like actively seeking it so this is like consider this episode a vacation from our traditional French trash segment. However, um, that don't mean other white people be welding too. So, yes, there you go. Um, Do you want? I think that the absence of French trash has been because I've been listening to French hip hop all month, mm-hmm. or at least for the, like the last two or three weeks, mm-hmm. and I feel like I've like tipped over the balance of the universe in favor of people of color and okay. so french people french white people in exchange have sort of like mellowed out um okay okay but it could I just be you. that you've been ignoring french trash that's also possible mm-hmm. um 
So white people <clears throat> have been on one, and as you'll see in this episode, <laughs> right? It's there's an overarching theme of yes. of just like abhorrently ludicrous white behavior. Indeed. So this person, this I'm assuming young woman, by apparently photo. she is um, Swedish. Okay. This wow, we don't usually get. I know, right? Although I can't imagine they, them being quite. They racist. seem to kind of like mind their own business most of the time, right? right. Um, but I guess it's just because we're not really checking for them. But they they have their own pile of trash. But they most have appeared, definitely have appeared as with the following by this lady. Yes, the photo, which was posted on Instagram by this young lady, shows her. I'm assuming hugging a black child in front mm-hmm. of a bus. Mm-hmm. And the caption reads... <clears throat> Are you going to oh, read I'm the whole thing? Do I need to brace myself? Oh, yes, sis. I am fully reading the whole thing. However, okay. I need to find it because apparently I have the response and not the actual... <coughs> Hold on, I had opened it. Okay, because I couldn't find the response, so you read the response and I'll read okay. the original caption. Fair. <sighs> Let me zoom in on this mess. Oh boy. Okay, so she says, Dear child, you inspire me. I am going to try to read this in the most neutral tone possible because I like I don't want to make fun of this person. Um, you don't? Even though she like, do. fully deserves this, but whatever. Let me just be right. polite. Dear child, you inspire me. You inspire me to be the best person to everyone around me, even my enemies. Hmm, I bet you have a lot of those. Um, because I would never even want this for my worst enemy. The best so, thing... Wait! Yes. <laughs> and I remember this. I'm not even looking at the text, sis, but I remember it. Listen, okay, it is popping the- out in my brain. <laughs> enemy spelled E-N... E-M-I-E. Yes. But the text is also very long, so I can't really comment on, like, the grammar and the spelling and all. Like, mahalachlos. So, yes, enemy spelled exactly like that. (laughs) The best thing I could ever dream of is to become successful, to have a big family in a big house in a beautiful country. When I asked you what your biggest dream was, you said quote-unquote, to dance. I don't know why the quotation works. I fully, okay, so. I fully believe that she made that up. That child <laughs> did not say, my dream is to dance. Nope. Probably not. Um, one of the most happiest moments in your life was probably when you met me and my friends. Bitch. <laughs> the audacity. I completely the forgot about gall <laughs> and gumption. And you asked me when I'm coming back. Honey, you think so highly of yourself. All this kid wanted was like a lollipop and to go mind her business. I literally wish I had that that level of confidence. Where was I? I am sorry to tell you that there is a very small chance that we are ever going to meet each other again. Mazel tov. (laughs) Count your blessings, child. It is breathing a sigh of relief. In two years, you are going to meet a grown-up man that you have never met before. You two are going to have a child. 
And then if you are lucky, he's gonna stay with you, but he will probably leave you alone with your child in your small home to be a single black mom like all you monkeys. Lord. You will probably sell your body to someone else to earn money for your child. You know what? That whole neutral tone, it wasn't it didn't last long. I realize that now. Um, um and then she says, I could keep on talking, but I just want you to know you can? that there is hope. You can't fit like you don't think that you should stop talking at this point after you've like painted this horrible picture of this child's future that probably is gonna happen. Like Listen. Oh my god. So Yossa says, I could keep on talking, but I just want you to know that there is hope. There is. Dreaming could be your savior. Dreaming could keep you alive. Dear child, keep safe. I like how you read that last part because I'm sure that's how she's that's how she meant it when she wrote those last lines. That's how she heard them in her head. With that fake, deep, like, pseudo-dreamy tone of, like, do you want to maybe read the response and then get into it? Yes, I do. Because I feel like there's really not much to say at this point besides, like, cackle. Like, I personally, like, I, girl, I... This woman rightfully got dragged for filth Mm -hmm. by the internet. Yes. And in response, instead of being like, you know what, y'all, y'all were right, or you know what, you're entitled to your opinion, or even just not saying anything, just disappearing into the sunset quietly. Mm-hmm. This lady came back All and said the following. Options. The caption <clears throat> starts um, in the middle of a sentence. Like, I don't understand. It's like in the middle of a thought. And mm-hmm. note that... <laughs> That's how it starts. And note that in the whole post, I was using was probably and quote, there is a very small chance precisely because every situation looks like that. What? Hmm? <laughs> what is English? The part where I wrote in two years you are going to meet there. I painted a situation that has existed for one person and who may have looked similar to some other people. Right. I, okay. I didn't mean that part of the text like that was exactly what her future would look like. Mm-hmm. And in a way, I could actually be a little hero. That's right, sis. Let me repeat that. I could actually be a little hero. Compared to many of you who commented today, during the journey I've been on, I've given water, food, money, and clothes to how many people? We've been traveling all over Nairobi and outside and had shows of human rights. Mm-hmm. We have spread knowledge of human rights and spread hope to people living in the worst living conditions. So yes, I'm probably more hero than some of you are. And to answer, quote, racism with bullying doesn't make you better people. Fuck racism, I say, because I'm not fucking a racist. <laughs> sis, I think you mean... <laughs> That's I think not you what mean we to meant, switch sis. The, <laughs> But okay. 
If I had been racist, I would never have gone to Kenya and helped so many people. And the <gasps> caption keeps going, but my screenshot ends there, and I'm glad that it does because I don't okay. want to know so, any more of what you have to say. All right. So I feel like she's uh, been quite conflicted about this whole situation and the backlash because I'm also looking at a completely different um, caption. Oh, okay. So I think she changed it a few times. Well, what is the and caption? And then you had? she deleted. This is, this is a lot more her Instagram. So the one I have, it's really, really, really long because this person does not know how to be concise. concise apparently, <laughs> she says racism, discrimination between people based on race, color, or ethnic origin. Ma'am, this person is taken. This picture is taken in Northside in Kibera in Kenya. This girl I learned from a child care center. <sighs> this <laughs> crash is owned by a woman we know and we have for years donated money, food and clothing for her and the children. The girl I hug in the picture became my friend in just a few hours. See, here's my qualm with this. In her first caption that she thought was going to like get her popping and, you know, she was going to feel good about herself and stuff. She addresses this person as dear child. So you clearly do not know her name. So like how, how is she your friend? Like she became your friend. In just a few hours. Okay, ma'am. Okay. She continues to say, we asked every woman at the crash if, okay, this is not, oh my God. It's cut in like a weird place. So I'm just going to skip whatever. Uh, By people we hung out with the whole trip, which has grown ups in slums, that it is most common for children to gifts away and sell their body to make money. We have also heard the same thing from more people we visited during the journey. That I chose to write that this girl's life might be so was stupid of me. Stupid yes, of sis. me. Yeah, I was. admit it was mean and disrespectful to the girl. I chose to write that because there is a possibility that the girl's life would look like that. She keeps like digging like, her own grave. Yeah, like you just said like, that it was mean, you know? but you keep saying it. You keep right, repeating it. Right, right. Um, okay, uh, but I'm sorry if, if it violated you. And I understand why it sounds <laughs> hopeless and mean because I think it is now after this wake-up call. Ma'am, you gotta do like punctuation or something. It's a thing. What is this? <sighs> that I wrote yes. that this day was probably one of the girl's best day in her whole life was because it was probably. But it, but how do you? This but, girl lives alone in a small little shed with her mother, and the days she's at the crash. <laughs> The reason I wrote it like I did was because the reaction we got from the kids was something I haven't seen many children here in Sweden. I've never seen a child so happy, a child who laughed so much. Bitch, she was probably laughing at you because you're a mess. At, not with. 
not because oh of yeah that is of course i didn't mean that i'm a hero and the girl will, will never have it as much fun as she had it with me <laughs> okay I just, i just i need a pause okay Can we stop? What? Because What? no, no. خلاص قربنا نخلص. قربنا خلاص لازم نخلص. غلبني. انا ساعتي غلبني والله. What I more meant was that the day we come played with them was probably the funniest day they had in a long time and one of the better moments they may have had in life so far because it could actually be that way. <clears throat> Okay, I'm mad. I'm gonna need I'm a mad. moment. I'm I mad. was mad before. <laughs> um, I had no idea that 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 caption that as to quote Kid Fury that iOS press release <laughs> existed. Like, and there's, I'm pretty certain there's another one. No, um, I don't want to know. I don't. No, this is no quite really. Enough. Like Thank you. she, I think she changed it one last time before she deleted her hinai. I tried to go on and she like, to find her, but she. It says her, I mean, there's an account with her name, but okay. it's, it's private. So Right. So before she did that, she posted the picture again. <sighs> like she cropped Why? it a little. I guess she's trying to be Why? artistic. Um, and then, yeah, what? Like, it's a mess. I don't even want to read this, actually. Never mind. We don't really care. We don't need to because all of that was painfully clear like um, no clarification needed sis you're a racist and that's it but what i want to talk about is the fact that like first of all i'm not going to hold this against her because mm-hmm. well you're not let me really let me cla- no, no no let me clarify <laughs> i'm not going to hold this what i'm about to say against oh, her okay because she's swedish and english is probably not her first language mm-hmm. but <clears throat> The word probably sis does not mean Swedish maybe. people have a banking education system. Here's I'm pretty thing, sure right? she knows That's what, what probably yeah. means. I'm trying to be I'm trying to be very generous right now because I know for a fact that Swedish people have an amazing educational system and the I know for a fact that English is like in there. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, most Swedish people yes. if not most, most Swedish people Scandinavians actually. And apparently it's because um Like, they don't have enough people so that all the TV shows and movies and stuff are dubbed in, like, Swedish or Finnish or whatever. So it's, like, mm-hmm. too expensive to do that. So everything they watch growing up is in English. Um, well, not everything, but, like, all the, you know, like, they watch all the American shows and stuff in English, which other people and don't I usually do. English education is integrated into their education system. Like right. I feel like they learn English from a very young age. Right. So by the time they're in college or whatever, by the time they graduate college, they are fully, fully versed in the English language. <laughs> However, I don't know what this person's situation was. Maybe she went to a bad school. Girl, I don't know. Okay. So I'm not mm-hmm. going to hold your English ability against you. I mean, that's <clears throat> fine. But the word probably is not mm-hmm. the same as maybe is not the same as there's a possibility. Probably means most likely this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So when you use the word probably all up and through your little Instagram caption, that wasn't you saying, oh, I was just painting the picture of one person. No, this was you painting the picture that most people live like this. This is, chances are your life is going to be exactly it, like this. Right. And, and the thing is, is like, 
insane. Even if she had said maybe or whatever, it's just the fact that she justifies it by saying, oh, but I've heard stories of, you know, people who've had to do that and whatever. And I'm like, but... You could have made... You could have told that reality in a much better way than you placing all of that on a poor, defenseless child who really, sis, let's be real, was not that excited to see you. Like, that's the other Probably thing I want to talk not. about. This, this idea that, like, because children express joy, that means they've never expressed joy before this day. Like, just because you saw her smiling doesn't mean she's never smiled before. And, and mean just she's never the fact before. that you're, like... So and the arrogance entitled and the making arrogance. all of this about yourself to like, assume that that was the best day of her life because listen. how could she possibly like living in that small tiny shithole in like Africa and black people <laughs> how could she possibly have had a better day in her life than meeting this white heifer nondescript white woman It's baffling to me that you would think that, that, you know, someone would be excited to see you because you're like different and a foreigner and whatever and express that excitement. And you taking that for just like, oh, I fixed her <clears throat> life. Like that was the best day of their lives. Oh, my God. <sighs> This I... is textbook like white savior voluntourist. Somebody who just comes to whatever, you know, developing country and is like, oh, everybody's going to bow at my feet. Which reminds me, this mm -hmm. is the same attitude that my Lyft driver, who all I wanted him to do was take my niece to school and take me to the hospital, mm -hmm. had to make me, had me hostage in his car talking to me about how he went to Africa. And I was like, okay where mm -hmm. and he goes oh I went to um, I, I went to Senegal and mm -hmm. I was like that's cute nice and then started telling me about how all the women It's were throwing listen, okay. and I just I just was hoping that mm -hmm would be enough of a hint for you to stop talking right and he says oh all these women were throwing themselves all over me and they all wanted to marry me and have babies with me because you know quote because you know i was the only white guy there and i was just like are you for real <laughs> and had this been any other day i would have been like you know what i need you to stop right here i'm gonna get off right here <laughs> But I had a personal emergency that Thank I needed you. to get that to. That will be one that star will be for you, bitch. That will be all. Because it, this, like, this, this entitlement that white people have of like, oh, I'm going to go to Africa and automatically everybody's going to worship me because of my white skin. But you know what? I'm just going to have to say this. It does have some part of truth because that is what we do. But it has nothing to do with whiteness. And everything to do with what whiteness means. Do you see what I mean? Like, it's not like, oh, you saw me and I was so white and beautiful that you just had to have me. Oh, no. It's oh, what you what represent <laughs> as a white person. Like, you that's represent money and access and whatever. Like, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, and because of our, like, collective colonial history, that is what we tend to do to white people who come to our countries. 
But here's the thing, Yasana. My problem isn't necessarily with that, although that makes me sad. My problem isn't necessarily with that so much as it's with the fact that white people recognize this and choose to act dumb about it. Like you think that, oh, you know, I, either either they choose to act dumb about it. Like, oh, I don't know why everybody likes me so much. Or it's, yes, love me. And this is probably the best day of your life because you've just been living in shit this whole time. And now I'm here. Oh, I'm so humbled by the fact that you, you know, you love me. Of course you do, sweetie. Yeah, I, 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 I think... It really just like kind of tickles their colonial fantasy where they get there and they're like, oh, actually, I am a colonizer here. Everybody Let was me. so nice. Everybody was so nice and so welcoming. Like right. that to me is like you obviously recognize your privilege here. You obviously know why people are being nice to you. And you're right. just being like you're just you're being dumb about it. And then you're also like you're insulting our intelligence and you're infantilizing an entire nation of people by being mm-hmm. oh, they're just so nice and welcoming. Like um, a few years ago, the the principal, the mm-hmm. previous principal of Cakes, which is Khartoum International Community School, which mm-hmm. is a super like elite private Posh. school in Khartoum. Yeah. yeah, their British white principal tweeted. I think for Eid or Lahaya. And uh-huh. he was like, you know, it's just something along the lines of like, oh, you know, it's just beautiful to see people who still smile. And it was like a picture of Walad Ga'ilo fi Karo or Lahaya. And he was like, because they're just, they smile despite it all or something like that. And, and everybody, literally, the entirety of Sudani Twitter was like, um, sir, can you clarify? What? And he went ghost, obviously. But okay. like, well, I mean, that that's. I feel like that's the more sensible way to go. Like when people drag you for something and you realize that you ain't shit, you just Or even disappear. if you don't, just I get ghost. It. Yeah, but the, just the thing is, this lady, um, when she got dragged, people were trying to explain why this was really racist and that it was really upholding a lot of very negative stereotypes mm-hmm. that affect people's daily lives in Africa as we speak. Um, and tried to educate her, which, you know what, kudos to these people, because it right. would not be me. Um, <laughs> and, her, and her response to that was, oh, I can't be racist because I donate money and clothes. And right. that just tells me that that you are you know <laughs> that you like we have to let it go like you, there's nothing you can teach this person right. to right. make her kind of understand um why her behavior is toxic because she's like mm-hmm. way beyond that like yeah. we're not even in that range if i tell you you did something and it's racist and here is why and you're like i'm not racist i'm not i'm not fucking a racist because like i donate money and clothes I, that's it for me right. honestly like that's the end There's of the debate for me because I, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. But like, here's the other thing. That I, like, <laughs> if you, you know, I mean, this, like, goes for everyone, not just white people, but for the, for the purposes of this story, if you are a white person who, like, is going to throw your philanthropy or your charitable nature in people's faces, 
just don't be charitable. Like, that's mm-hmm. not charity for you to be like, oh, I donated water and money and food. Yes, thanks, sis. Thank you for being a decent human being. But now you've just erased all the good that you've done by throwing it in people. Like, they're supposed to be grateful to you. Right. You did it out of the kindness of your own heart. Cute for you, sis. But that's not, you didn't, like, you donating shouldn't be so that you expect a thank you. Like, people so, don't owe you a thank you. Okay. I personally think that people <clears throat> who donate their time or money or belongings or volunteer or whatever, I think that as a human being, a part of you is always doing it to feel better about yourself. And how small or big that part is really depends on how shitty of a person you are. Right. But also... When you decide to do that, you should be at least a little bit aware that you're doing it to make yourself feel better so that you don't project that toxicity into the world. You right, know what I mean? Right, right. Like when you decide to do it, you're like, okay, I am going to feel better about myself. That's great. But let me like not fuck these people up because their life is already kind of hard. Like, let me not be a completely it's terrible just, person. It's like, it defeats, actually it defeats the purpose. Like, it, it like, just shows your, like, your entitlement to people's mm-hmm. affection or their gratitude or whatever when you're like... And that's, yeah. And it's symptomatic of a lot of what you know, a bunch of aid workers who come to Africa it's do. It's the white savior complex. And that people have been complaining about for a very long time. Right. Because you're coming in and you're saying that you're trying to help the people, but really you're just like reinforcing yeah. the most terrible stereotypes yeah. constantly. Um, that's it. I'm done with this, Hefa. I just... Like, ugh, whatever. Yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm too angry to even, like, form sentences. Anymore. We have, like, a million stuff. other topics that we need yeah. to get to. All right. This let's person do, is not that, that important. No, but. she is definitely not. Okay. Um, next do you up. want to move on to the whole <clears throat> Bruno Mars debate? Oh, Lord. Okay, yeah. Let's, yeah, why not? Okay. You want to introduce that? Because I don't, I don't particularly. I'm not sure how I heard about. Okay, so it's a, it's a, it's like a cyclical thing. Every it's few a, months, the, the 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 debate like flares up on Twitter. Right. This time around, the debate flared up because there's been a video that kind of went viral and people have been sharing, mm-hmm. and it's a little snippet of a girl on the grapevine. And they're talking about whether or not Bruno Mars is appropriating black culture. Mm -hmm. And this girl goes on a tirade and says that, yes, he is because, well, he's not black and he's basically a karaoke singer who's just ripping off all these other black artists and how, like, how are we even allowing him to flourish the way that he is. Mm -hmm. People in response, I will say people's responses because I really haven't thought about this hard enough or nor do I know uh, Bruno Mars' music well enough to like speak with great Mm -hmm. Tinaia about this. But 
um, people responded to, you know, people who were, who were responding pro Bruno Mars were saying that, like, this is tired because Bruno Mars has been giving credit where credit is due and he's constantly, mm-hmm. like, talking about, you know, how black music influ- like, influenced him and, and, and giving props and like full credit to the artists that have come before him and the artists that who inspire his music and blah 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 and all those things so Mm -hmm. this is tired like what more do you want him to do basically other than quit making music so that you can be happy Mm -hmm. that's the argument that people Mm -hmm. are making and to the extent i understand that because like there's only so much you can do and Mm -hmm. as somebody else said pop music in many if not always is like has become black music like black music is synonymous with pop music so like everybody's sound is influenced by black music so everybody is technically a cultural appropriator so what do you do about Mm -hmm. that and i would even say that everyone in music at some point has appropriated something from, from another artist right. or even quincy jones in that crazy ass interview oh was saying that like Listen, michael jackson stole people's shit right? can we talk about that so, real quick <laughs> it's like no quincy no jones, we're not going there wow no he's literally like, yeah, he's, literally. <laughs> he's so That's funny really what it was just you do betweenness right yeah um but yeah um, my personal opinion is that i don't really have an opinion like I can see the arguments for and I can see the arguments against Bruno Mars. Uh, mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, like, my opinion is that everybody, like, American music is black mm-hmm. music ripped off and tweaked and um, chopped and screwed and done whatever and appropriated. So there's really nothing mm-hmm. you can do about that. The whole industry might as well just shut down. Um, mm-hmm. And that's it. That's all I have to say. <sighs> okay. I have several thoughts. So, how do I start this? I don't even know where to start. I understand where that girl was coming from because she Mm -hmm. made a lot of really good points. Mm -hmm. And one of which is that Bruno Mars has an album of the year Grammy and Prince does not. Does not, yeah. Okay. I didn't know that until... I saw her Prince. video and I was like, oh, Prince. Wow, well. Okay. <laughs> well. Um, so basically her point is that how is this non-black person um, basically ripping off, you know, our culture and our, our references or whatever, and people are awarding him in ways that they would never award actual oh, black, black artists who are more, you know, original. Mm-hmm. I get that. Totally with you on that, sis. However, I think that as an artist, you're bound to be influenced by whatever you listen to. Right. And like you said, he's always given props um, to like his influences. And he was always like very clear about that. He was never Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, I invented funk or whatever. Right. Right. Also. Bruno Mars was kind of popping before the 24K album, which was yes, not, was. like, yes, black at all. So there's also that. Like, I mm, I don't know. My point is, um, <clears throat> I think we should really question how 
white people want to consume black culture because mm-hmm. I think that's really the problem. Like you can't blame Bruno Mars, but you can question why he's more popping than like other black people who are doing great things. Right. And that's because he's more palatable to white well, people. Well, I think that people were also making the argument that like Bruno Mars recognizes that his ambiguity, like his racial ambiguity, and like uses works it works in his, his favor. Yeah, and he uses it to his, you know, he like fully takes advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but 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 again, it's like okay, he's racially ambiguous, mm-hmm. or like his look is racially ambiguous. So people, white people, are going to react to him as differently than they would like an obviously black person. Right. But how is that his fault? It's not. And that's what I'm saying. I'm right. saying that we shouldn't really question whether he's appropriating black culture or not, because I don't really think that's a valid topic. Right. But I do think that we should question why white people like him better. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. Like, I don't know what else to say. That's like I a mean, whole other debate, but... I like Bruno Mars. I like oh, him too. Oh, I, Bless I his heart. Cute. I yeah. like him too. Like, he can dance. He's actually talented. He can right. sing. He writes, whatever. That's the you thing. Know? Like, if he was someone who had no talent and was just, like, all studio magic, mm-hmm. I would be pissed. I would be like, yeah, I can see how you would be irate that Bruno Mars is getting all of these, you know, all this coin, and you know all of this recognition. But he's mm-hmm. an actual musician. Like, mm-hmm. he's actually good at his craft. Now, whether right. his sound belongs to him or not is totally debatable. But, like, he doesn't change the fact that he he can produce that sound very, very well. And there's so, just, like... I don't know. There's so much other stuff to be mad about that Bruno yes, Mars is not the you. hill that I choose to die on. Not okay? at all. Like, not all these all. new, young non-black rappers all these like Lil Pump and Lin San they are not only appropriating black culture but they're also simultaneously completely shitting on it because did you hear that story with Lil Pump when he like shot a gun in his house and then he panicked and he called the police and he was like yeah I shot my gun because there was a black dude in my apartment no stop 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 and then it turned out that that wasn't true and he's like like, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Nobody's checking for you. Wow. Besides black people. Why? What? Why are you? How is who this? Who was the white rapper who was like, oh, rap Tupac music. is boring? Yeah. Lil Zan? Who, who, some, who else? Some, there was another one who was like, oh, oh Post Malone. Post Malone. Yes. So it. all of these people yeah. who are basically vultures. And their whole point is just to profit from this culture. And they have absolutely <laughs> no respect for it. Because, like, d- dude, Tupac is boring. I don't listen to him. He has no cloud or whatever. The reason you're here and we're allowing you to do this, you is- pimpled face fucking child (laughs) is because of people like Tupac like how can you be a rapper and have absolutely 
like no, just no, knowledge no for the culture no Listen. respect like I don't understand. I don't get it. And like, there's a lot of things that you could say to critique, like criticize or critique Tupac or whatever. His music being boring is not one Was of them. Not and you're one also of them at all. Irrelevant. Could never be. Like, ha- Could nobody never cares be. what you think. You know. So my I final just point. <laughs> think that like Bruno Mars really. Th- that's what we're gonna argue about, really, uh, with like all these other bitches out there. I don't know. I, wa- I would like to say that the way I feel about this Bruno Mars thing is the way I feel about the way I feel about Bruno Mars is the way I feel about Jojo. And if you don't know who Jojo is, she's <gasps> Sarah, you're showing your age. Listen. <laughs> hey man. I live you my truth. You took me way back. I live my truth, okay? Way back. Okay. Jojo uh I'm is with a, you. a young woman. I don't know if she's young anymore. Well, She's my age. She's a young no, woman. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, young woman uh, artist. She's white and she mm-hmm. makes R and B music. And she right. was super popping in like the late '90s, early mm-hmm. 2000s. And mm-hmm. I think she's still. I mean, she's popping in like the 30 and up circles. <laughs> like, we really stand okay. for JoJo. Um, and JoJo is one of those people. Okay, well, listen. JoJo. But I, I have people. other examples of. I know what you mean. Yeah, Jojo is one of those artists who um, is fully immersed in black music. She makes black music. Like, there's no if, and, or what about it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and she fully minds her own business. She stays in her lane. She makes her music. And nobody seems to mind that Jojo is making black music, though Mm -hmm. she is a white woman. So Mm -hmm. that's how I feel about Bruno Mars and Jojo are the same level, have the same level of respect for the type of music they make and the culture in which they do their business. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like the same, the same allowance that we give to Jojo, we should probably Okay, but here's the thing, though. Jojo, like, there was no Twitter when Jojo was popping. I feel like times have changed But there is now, and she's still making music. So because, still making music. Yeah, but is she like really that like she's not like, like Bruno just won level. like album of the year, which yeah. is why people are really mad. But like Jojo's fine. Like she's doing her little business, you know. That's fine. My point is that things have really changed a lot because we actually have allowed people to appropriate cultures um right and left and they went completely unchecked. Um like yeah. Madonna pretending to be a geisha. What's up with that? Um, Ooh, Gwen Lord, Stefani that? at one point was Gwen quite Stefani questionable. Gwen Stefani had a whole moment. A yes. whole Japan moment. Questionable. Just okay. had like these like little Harajuku girls yeah. as, her, as her entourage for like, I want to say a year. Uh, listen. <laughs> and I and remember what, even and everyone thought it was being fine like, and she was popping I mean, and everyone was I remember being like giving her a major side eye like ma'am <laughs> some <laughs> about this ain't don't curl all the way but over like, I don't it like never this. really affected her career like no, nobody really it brought that up you know at all ever um, Pink when she first started and actually had pink hair was very nobody like knew. r&b-ish nobody knew what she was yeah and everyone was like hmm, pink hair i don't know she looks kind of racially ambiguous not too sure about that and then she like did that whole rock switch and that's fine 
and we let it slide and it was completely yeah. fine but it was the a thing different is, time it was a different bruno time. mars Jahubela, okay because he's popping in the year of the lord 2018 yeah and people will not let him live because you yeah, know okay, why would they that. because people yeah. love to have opinions and that's fine but right. personally i don't think like this is yeah, the I don't fight think we should as, be having yeah yeah i agree with that okay that's yeah, that's it. It. you're right you're right best that's it okay for me. well uh we wish them all the best <laughs> i don't i don't know like i don't know how to end yes this. we do um what else next. do we have do you want to do we want to keep up the music uh theme and do I'm scared what they let mean oh sure yes. yeah let's do that okay so i thought okay i thought you wanted to talk about the texas thing first so that we could move to sudani things but sure that's also i don't fine. about texas thing anymore it don't matter yeah, i mean neither do i'm gonna I. say something and it's just gonna whatever i have to say later is gonna apply to the texas thing so whatever um okay fine uh, so what you're going to have to fill me in because I have yes. no idea what happened. I will definitely fill you in. Thank so, you. So, <clears throat> what the Lamin, otherwise known as Muhammad al who is a legendary Sudani um, musician, artist, singer. An icon. He's, a, he's an, fully, fully an icon. A national treasure. Yeah, he's a national treasure. And people, I mean, he's been in the music business for, since my dad was in middle school. Right, okay. So, like, a smooth 50 years. <laughs> a while. Okay, like, just, like, right. at least. And we have Zodda. has been making music forever, for forever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people, rightfully so, love him. And um, most recently, he had a, a concert where people came okay. to see him because that's what concerts are. <laughs> they came to see him sing. Right, right. And they got all up and into his music as they usually do and began mm-hmm. to sing with him. And at which point, uh, what Delamine was like, nah, <laughs> how <Okay>. about not? <laughs> and Yadranoi <laughs> Tuyaganyan. Which is just like. <laughs> that is. That a killed lot of me. attitude, sir. That killed but me. Okay. I mean, him basically berated the audience and was like, you come do this then. If you all going to sing Uh-oh. with me, you might as well come sing it. I'm not going to sing with you. Was he having a bad day? Like, And then people, you know, got really offended. Did someone, like, like, take away his sifa? Or, like, what? I don't understand. <laughs> Why was he so, like, Don't disrespect irritated? the icon. I'm, I'm just gonna, saying it's I'm really going to provide some, uh, some, some perspectives. So a lot of people... I feel rightfully so, were upset. Like, how dare you? These people are coming to appreciate your music and whatever, and these are people who have supported you through the years, or like these are generations of people who support you. And the way that you shut them down like that was very rude. Right. And whatever. And then there are some people who are like, you know what, he has a point. He is an artist, and you know, he needs, like, you are coming here to see him, not listen to your own uh, scraggly ass voice. Sing it. You might as well just stay in your bathroom if you wanted to hear yourself okay. sing, which is also, I feel, valid. Um, but mm-hmm. I think... I'm kind of torn here, but okay. Yeah, I was, and then I thought about it mm-hmm. for a little bit, and I was like, I can understand one... Uh, somebody made a really good argument on Twitter saying okay. that an artist like, like what the Lemin uh, needs to hear himself sing because we don't have like the... 
the 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 developed um, oh, equipment right, of right, like you right, know having right, like an okay. earpiece in your ear that like you can check your range or check your yeah, pitch or whatever it is. Okay. And him, so never mind. So, that kind yes. of cancels my argument. Never. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm totally on Namu's side. Right. So when people sing or like when people are in the audience are making noise, you can't hear yourself sing. So you might right. be off pitch or whatever. Maybe you can't like measure yourself. Um, and I was like, oh, I never thought of it that way. But yeah, that's a really good point. So uh-huh. the other thing is um, only half of the video of him going on a tirade was released or like two parts were released, but only okay. people only concentrated. I have on seen the- neither. So I'm going to trust your word on this. Okay. So people c- focused, obviously, on the more scandalous part of, like, you know? Whereas he actually explained to people in at the concert that, like, listen, I don't mean to be rude, but, like... Oh, well, okay, then. If he was like, polite, then there's, like, there's no... I mean, I don't think he was polite, <laughs> Why but are he, people... he explained that... Anna, I improvise. Mm-hmm. So he needs to hear himself. I yeah, get it. I improvise, and when when you sing with me, it makes me lose that. Like when I'm in that zone, you mm-hmm. take me out of that zone. It's distracting to hear other right. people screaming right. and singing and the suffer over that, mm-hmm. which which I think is completely understandable. Valid. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Here's why I feel like we should talk about this because okay. ultimately this is not a big deal. Like mom old word Mm-hmm. But I think it speaks to, like, a much wider conversation of how we feel about, like, about our music industry in general. We don't really have a music industry, I feel, like, a well-established, okay. high like, structured thing. I feel like for somebody like Wadilamin in any other country, as, as with his iconic status, mm-hmm. like, he should should be way more... Maharfa, Agushino, like way more respected, way more. So here's the thing. Successful. I don't know. I don't know I, how to like, describe it. I don't it. know if like that was a sign of disrespect from his audience necessarily. No, no, no. I don't mean I that. I personally love concerts for <laughs> that very reason, like for the collective energy mm-hmm. and everyone being like super lit and stuff. That's like that's the fun part. If it wasn't for that, I'd just like listen to your music at home. Like, right. why am I dragging my ass out in the right. snow? Like, that's crazy. Um, so I don't think I think people are just used to doing that, and they didn't understand what the deal was. Sure. But I also totally, completely understand that as an artist, your stage is your stage. Like, it's yours. It's your home, yeah. and you can do whatever yeah. the fuck you want on it. Yeah. So. If he didn't want people to sing, people should have stopped singing. I didn't, I mean, I didn't mean that, like, you know, the audience being loud was a sign of disrespect to him. Of course not. People are interacting with his music. They're reacting right. to, to right. him, you know. And, um, but I think the point you made about the stage being his and, like, mm-hmm. you know, as an artist, he can do whatever he wants with it. I think that's the part that we don't understand. I feel like we're not, because we don't have, like, an established industry with, like, whatever and we don't really necessarily have i don't want to say this because i know people are going to drag me for it but i think our culture of like concert going and music appreciation is a little bit different so all music is appreciated the same way 
Whereas somebody like with the Lamin is it like Taha Suleiman? You know what I mean? Right. Okay. And so for somebody like Taha Suleiman to be singing and everybody being all like whatever, Mafarik. Because Finnihaya, one, he's not singing his own shit. And two, he's singing the same five songs. Or, I mean, they're all singing the same five songs. But he's, <laughs> you know, his he doesn't have like the the clout. <laughs> Or right. the like, <laughs> okay. the artistry that that what the Lamine has. Okay, I feel like that's safe to say, right? Okay, and and that's and I mean that's the thing. Like somebody, one one girl on Twitter was like, "Yabu uh, zaman or something," mm-hmm. and uh, you know her brother got really excited. Uh, I mean, Khalita's brother got really excited. and he was like, "Here, you do it then." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel like yes, what I mean is a whole mood. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely a whole mood. But like, it's also like he's not a wedding singer, right? Do you see what I mean? Because right. in this way, like he yeah, is a whole, yeah, that's true, a whole artist, right? And like, you don't know, just gonna come up on stage with me and and sing my song. Like, no, right. you're not gonna do that. So I think okay, we need to so like funny. elevate. The quality of our, not just the quality of our music, but also the quality of our listening. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of the problem. We don't, we don't have the, we don't, we still don't have the artist, uh, listener or artist fan, artist audience relationship on lock. But why do you think that is? Because we do have a fairly rich musical history. We have a fairly rich musical history, but it has deteriorated. And I think the problem is that... The government. Okay, (laughs) one. Always. But also, more importantly, I think we have had... Our music has stopped at a certain point. Mm -hmm. And then we've had generations uh, come and listen to the same old artists and even our new artists do our old artists' songs. Like, no, there's no, like, mafi did in the industry, mm-hmm. I feel. And mm-hmm. so we don't know how to separate. Because Taha Suleiman haqiba. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, he's right. going to go and he's 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 going to go and the styles between the elevation like you can't be um you can't be both at the same time and and expect the audience to know the difference right and i think so i think we have generations of people who don't know the difference between high art and pop music that is true that's that's the problem and i think people like what they mean consider themselves high art Mm mm-hmm dealing with a pop audience right okay so i don't know i just feel like we need to do better i, I feel like all the people who are mad at what the living including me i was mad for a hot second because i thought it was rude i was like what are you doing and then when i thought about it and then people you know especially the point about like he needs to hear himself i was like oh mm-hmm. yeah you right <laughs> never mind yeah you have every right to be mad um i mean not that there isn't i'm sure that because people are also making the argument of like there's a certain elitism in his in his attitude like you should be grateful to me for my music which okay uh, yes uh, yes there is that i'm sure there's that but i don't think that this is where 
it was flaring up, or it might be, but I don't think this was like the main. This was the main issue here. And I definitely think it was like more of a technical thing than a shut up and listen to my music kind of thing. I think it's a bit of both. Could be. Could be. I also mm-hmm. saw a, a, saw a, a clip of, of um, uh, Abdul Halim Hafiz at a concert, mm-hmm. and folks were getting rowdy and like whistling and stuff. And he literally stopped in the middle of the song and then pointed at the audience and pointed at the mic like, you come do it. No, really, you come do it. <laughs> and then he walked off the mic and he said, Ala fikra, I also know how to scream and yell and whistle. And then he whistled. But that's See? what we're doing exactly. here. <laughs> this is not what we about today. And I died. I was like, you know what? I want to reach Valid. that status. I'm like, right. you're going to listen to this music here. <laughs> you are not going to disrespect me like this. The following was a question on Imtihan al-Shahada Sudaniya 2018. Yes, you have sent me this. Quote. Jama rajul imra'atan wa kana yadunna annaha zawjatahu. Mal hukmu fi thalik? Yurjam am yujlad am laysa alayhi haraj? Da su'al. Quiz. Fi Imtihan al-Shahada Sudaniya. Fi Atmada. I want to know. Probably do. I need to know. But so if you are not if you're just to translate so this is what we're teaching our kids really hashtag oh hashtag what am I talking about hashtag shout out <laughs> shout out to Khalid Al Bey for sharing this um, through somebody else but <clears throat> so the translation is a man had sex with a woman thinking she was his wife thinking right thinking she was his wife so she was okay. not his wife he had sex with her what is the islamic verdict okay should he be stoned or lashed or pardoned okay and i'm just like i'm just gonna say this and then i'm just gonna shut up for the rest of the segment okay if it's my husband and he has sex with another woman if thinking he can't tell it that me. is his wife <laughs> Listen. I personally am going to stone him because that is the dumbest excuse I have ever heard. There is so much to be said. Just about the this dumbest question. First if, of all, if you do that and you're like, "Oh, I thought it was my wife," like you have so little respect for other people's intellect that you listen. deserve whatever gets you. Like I don't even know what to say, but that's just me. I. There are so many things I could say about this. First of all, the question itself is ludicrous. What it is insane. <laughs> high school almost graduate needs to know this. What about this? Like, assuming that this is a, a normal question mm-hmm. and this is a normal situation that's mm-hmm. been painted, mm-hmm. what is the relevance to this high right. school student's right. life? What is this? Knowledge going to help you accomplish later in on in life. Of I'm all scared. the things, of all the religious things, knowledge pieces that you could test high school students on, what is the relevance of this shit? What? That's number one. Number two, this question is inherently misogynistic. No Let me way. just put it out there. <laughs> like, you think? First of all, like all, like all women are the same. 
Okay. First of all, all the the woman in this situation is not a human being. She's, she's a vessel. just a vagina. She's just she's, a vagina. She she's, she's a literally vessel for she's, this man's seed. Literally okay? a vagina on a bed. Just that. No legs. <laughs> no arms. Sis. No torso. No head. Just. Clearly, because if she'd had normal human organs, he would recognize that she wasn't his his goddamn wife. Like, are you you stupid? Are you dumb? I don't care how dark it is in there, sis. Call out. I don't know. Like, maybe they're like, hey, honey, setting up this like hypothetical situation where like the man is just like walking in the street. And then he he trips and falls like, like, into like a vagina. In the and he like he he slips on a banana peel Listen. into a vagina, and he's like, "Oh well, maybe it's my life, my wife, so let me keep going." But you you didn't. She ain't say, you didn't say nothing to her. She ain't say nothing to you. Why to would like he? The woman is not a woman. She's she's literally a vagina, a vagina on a bed. <laughs> What, how would he know? Positioned just right. Not next to the pillow, not by the foot of the bed. Just right. in the middle where he could just climb up, go in mm-hmm. there, and then do his business, and then go to sleep, roll over in the morning and be like, huh, this ain't mine. <laughs> are you kidding me? Like, are you? <sighs> I just, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't our understand. education really is Is this a mess. joke? Are we being punked? It's, like, it's a mess. And you know what? Actually seeing that question explains a lot about what, like, things that I've been thinking about. Because sometimes, like, I speak to Sudanese people and I'm like, hmm, I feel like these 17-year-olds have so much more sense than, like, the 16-year-olds. This is so weird. Like, society is supposed to somehow progress and I feel like all we're doing collectively as a people is regress. And I, I'm like, this is so weird. But it's actually not, because this is the education we're giving these youngins. So Yeah. If this, ain't, if this question ain't the perfect analogy for a Sudan, I don't know what is. Everything is happening <laughs> just, just like, oh, 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 wow, we're having an economic meltdown? Right. Hmm. I thought we were doing great. <laughs> I thought this was my wife. Oh, I. <laughs> hey, you mean this money belongs uh, in Bank of Sudan and not in my bank account? I really thought. I hmm. didn't know. I thought it was mine. Like, Am I? Should I, I go know. to jail or Oops. should I be pardoned? Like, hmm. Do we know the answer for that question, though? Bitch, who cares? I'm I really want to know what they teach them. Like, I really want to know. I want to know. This in the I just I want to know. Or it's is not this like change. critical thinking question? Like, was this I, an actual I, qu- textbook question, or was this like a one of those critical thinking essays where you got to explain why <laughs> you got to that using theory? Like, girl, bye. I can't. I don't. I just. Why are we like this? What is happening? I, yeah. What is you? What are you possibly going to do with this information? in your future life unless you want to be a husband who later wants to cheat on his wife and be like oh sis i didn't know it was you huh huh no i mean like wow if, if you're gonna cheat on your wife that's question really came in handy <laughs> like just i feel like somebody somebody at the ministry of education has done this has cheated on their wife and then told her oh sis i didn't know it was you i didn't i thought it was you what i want to know then how thought, 
This is an I want to see a realistic reenactment of a situation where that has happened. Like, hey, I cheated on you, but my Aleishi, because I didn't know it wasn't you. I yes. want I want to know who. Here's how which, this question which would have been. Did that? <laughs> which penis did that? Which penis did that? Here's how the question would have been better. A man has sex with a woman thinking she was his wife. What's the Islamic verdict on the woman? <laughs> That's how that question would have been better. <laughs> What's her responsibility in all right, this? Right. Because how are you a woman? Like, how is this some man, you don't, <laughs> some stranger comes in <laughs> to your bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, what you doing in his bed? And if this is, is this is your bed, sis, why are you not asking him why he's inside? But the, like, the, just, the whole um, like underlying hinai of this question is that the woman has no agency. She's at not all. even part of the equation. Like exactly. nobody's questioning what it's the so hell telling. she's doing it's or so whether she accepted this knowingly or whether she thought he was her husband. <laughs> like Fishnu. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> We're terrible. That's it. Now that that's out of the way, I like to I like to insert my mumkin la in here. Yes, please do. Mumkin la, mumkin la. Aslan, I think we don't have any more topics because we had that like Palestinian tweet, but I don't want to get into that. Words mean things. Let's do it. Okay. There was a discussion, and I want to preface this by saying that I am not attacking the person. <laughs> who started the discussion. I have nothing against him or his discussion for that is, matter. Is the person light-skinned? Because, you know, there's like a lot of beige rage roaming around Stop. these days. Stop it. You might have to apologize, Sarah. I don't know. Listen, I wanted to start this episode by saying I am DJ Envy's feelings. But <laughs> I thought that that might not be. That's not appropriate. Necessary. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's overkill at <clears throat> this point. There was a discussion uh, floating around Twitter, Sudani Twitter, about mm-hmm. what is the meaning of fuckboy? Like, can you... The person was like... Um, I'm already you, annoyed. You know, uh, ask your female friends uh, what the term fuckboy means to them and then mm-hmm. tell us what they say. Because okay. basically, fuckboy has become a, a term that means anything and anybody can be one and whatever and basically the argument that this person i think was trying to make mm-hmm. is that uh because uh the term is used so loosely and you know every girl will say like oh he didn't answer me back in 0.2 seconds he a fuck boy that means that the term is meaningless and that means that nobody is a fuck boy because everybody is a fuck boy or every man is a fuckboy. Therefore, so, no man is a fuckboy. Okay. That is I'm, what I I'm just going to say that when I saw that tweet, that is not what I got from it at okay. all. And we've had this discussion. But I'm yes. also dumb. So I don't know. Listen, go and ahead, I might girl. be wrong. I might be wrong. I have right? no I might idea. Honestly, it was so um, confusing. That, like, that m- metaphor, analogy thing um, with the... It lost me. Because... If words mean things and expressions mean things, then I'm not understanding what you probably want me to understand because you're right. like throwing me off with this. But okay. Again, I could be totally wrong and I could have totally misunderstood what this person was saying, but that's what I got from it. And what I want to say is just because a term is used loosely doesn't change the meaning of that term. 
The term, mm-hmm. ugh, listen, and, and I, I absolutely agree that, uh, you know, people will throw words around all the time, but, but you can say that about any word. So mm-hmm. how come with this word, it cancels out its meaning and it makes it irrelevant just because people throw it around loosely? Um, the example I gave to the person who contacted me to ask me what a fuckboy meant to me mm-hmm. was... Your mother calls you a humad all day, every day. Does that mean that you are an actual, <laughs> literal donkey? No. Okay. But it does not change the fact and that's why she called you a humad. Right. So you can't tell me that just because, uh, you know, I use this word uh, lo- loosely according to you, right? Uh-huh. Because, again, language is, re- like, the degree is relative and language is relative. So mm-hmm. you think it might be used loosely, but I might feel totally justified in my use of the word fuckboy mm-hmm. because, you know, homie didn't answer my call or whatever. I'm not saying that that's the case for me. I'm just saying. Okay. Like, if I use a word... We know, Sarah. You're like I need to use the word. lonely auntie. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're aware. <laughs> right? So you can't say that that means the word has no meaning. Does it... Uh, lessen its impact sure why not yeah uh, that's we could argue that that you know overusing a term will lessen its impact but that don't mean that it doesn't mean anything Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that it's meaningless it just means that it doesn't mean as much to you anymore okay again relative Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day the word still means something right and for the record i don't know what fuckboy means to you sada but a fuckboy, to me, in within because I think that's also what they mean within the realm of like uh, uh, relationships or like interaction mm-hmm. with one another. Mm-hmm. A fuckboy is a person who does not give a fuck about anybody but himself. Pretty that much, that is at its most basic meaning. Pretty much, words mean things. Yesterday, I went to Costco, and I have uh, a bag. We're moving on to that now. Cool. Yes, ma'am. I had a bag um, that I bought. Shout out to OK Africa. Um, I bought a, ba- a tote bag that says, I do not speak African. And after every, it's all in caps. And after every word, there's the clapping emoji. Oh, and I love no, that bag. I love that. I love that bag so much. And um, uh, this bag, obviously, is mm-hmm. in reference to anybody who thinks that Africa is a country and not a continent and therefore I should speak African and that's mostly let's be real white mm-hmm. folk and for the, I'm and, gonna I, say specifically oh uh-huh specifically white white, white folk cool in America yes white in America. there's there's a higher concentration of that kind of white people in America I absolutely. feel like absolutely absolutely just because and the I, whole country is a mess I guess <laughs> ironically Mm-hmm. The people who respond with the most joy at this bag are white people. I'm sure they do. And, and older white people at that, like uh, 65 and up, sis. Um, I've okay. had plenty of little old ladies who are like, I just love your bag. And I'm like, thank you. Uh, sure. It's, it it's was talking to you, sis. Specifically but right. for you. Thanks, girl. Glad you like it. <laughs> Yesterday at Costco. Mm-hmm. An older white gentleman approached me while I was mm-hmm. at the fruit section. 
and said, ma'am, I, I just like to ask you a question, young lady. And I said, yes. And he said, um, I just want to know what your bag means. And I looked down in my bag and I said, it says I don't speak African. And he said, yes, what does that mean? And I said, all right, well, I guess we're doing this. Um, I keep telling you, Balik Tawil, Balik Tawil Shadid, I don't understand. People keep thinking, uh, people think, I left out the white, but people think, I, actually, I pointed at him and said people, people think that, um, you know, Africa is a country and not a continent. And so they will often ask if you speak African. And this bag is a way for me to avoid that question. To which he laughed heartily. Ha, ha, ha. Really? People actually ask you that? I said, yes, all the time. Your people, all the time. <laughs> Collect yourself and yours. <laughs> so then he says, that's amazing. Um, can I ask you another question? And I said, wow, I guess we are doing this. Sure. And he said, I, I just want to ask about the term African-American. I just want to understand its... The, the meaning of it. And I really thought he was going to go a different way because we had just been talking about Africa being a continent and not a country right. and whatever. And so he's like, you know, uh, I just want to, I just want, I just want to understand because it's just, it just seems like such a divisive term. And I, you know, I just, I guess I just don't get it. Uh, that's exactly, that, that is the sound I made. Uh... Okay. And I had to like take a moment to collect myself and be like, did he just call the term African American divisive? And then he, before I could even answer, continued by saying, because I'm Bosnian American. But I don't say I'm Bosnian American, I just say I'm American. And I had to do the following. I said, sir, uh, first off, I got to tell you that I am Sudanese American. So my experience with the term African American is a little bit different. And my experience as a black person in this country is a little bit different. However, <laughs> no joke. I will tell you that the term African American, as you probably know, was created to replace a lot of other terms that weren't so great. Listen. Slightly unsavory. And he said, oh, yes, they were very bad terms. Yes, they were. Terms that people use to refer to black people. So the term African-American, I think, instead of calling it divisive, is actually a pretty good thing compared to what it was before. To which so, he said, oh, yes, yes, of course. Then I said, also, you, say, you don't say you're Bosnian-American because, sir, you know your heritage. You know that your ancestors were Bosnian and they came here. But the people who were brought here through the slave trade mm -hmm. don't know where exactly in Africa they come from. They do not, sir. So the term African-American is as good as it gets. Right. And he was like, and he, this is exactly the sound he made. Huh. Huh? Are you kidding me? Like, are you not even living on this planet? Are you not in this country with the rest of us? Do you have okay. no idea about American history, sis? Like, huh? Really? Like, you that never crossed your mind that perhaps this term actually means something and has so, some sort of significance and isn't just used as a word to like, what? Are you stupid? Like, you're not acting like the 
the the the freaking every freaking form from the day you're born has a has a box that you need to check with your race or ethnicity on it for you to tell me the term african-american the term african-american is divisive not racist policies in this country says the term african-american to you that's that's it that's a divisive thing here so what Okay. Are you kidding me? I'm, I'm going to let you, like, simmer down. <laughs> then he says, okay. um, you know, because, um, how's the, so how does DNA work? To, to which I literally said, huh? huh? What? He's, he said, how, I mean, does DNA testing, does that help with figuring out where people are from? Okay. And I just looked at him and said, I don't know about that, sir. I, I, I okay. guess. I mean, they say that. It, like, well, why are you asking me like I'm a scientist? <laughs> and this is a lab, not a Costco, where we're coming I mean, to shop in bulk. Like, I don't, I just don't, <laughs> I, I don't understand. I don't understand why so, people want you to have all the answers <laughs> about everything. And I'm just like, and I literally was just blown away for the rest of that shopping trip. I didn't, I didn't know anything. I don't know what we bought. I don't know where anything was. I was just ranting to my parents like because I, I walked over back to my parents they're like what was that about i was like the man was asking me about black history <laughs> about american history like I, I don't know i don't know he was get, trying he was trying to get an education out of me in a fucking costco and i'm just like are you you are at least in your 60s at least and you tell me your ancestors came from bosnia so you must have you at least first second generation american mm-hmm. you don't know any of this stuff to tell me that the word african-american is divisive have you ever but, even but spo- I, like, am i the what? first black person you've ever spoke to <laughs> what <laughs> i can't i words mean things and what? words okay what i am getting for this from this is that he doesn't understand why it has to be african-american as opposed to just what american i get that but how can you not understand but how can you not with the history of this country he feels that that term others you know detaches people from african-americans because why can't they just be americans like everyone else you know why you know i would have told this guy hold on you know why that mm-hmm. is, sir, because yesterday, 22-year-old Stefan Clark was shot in his backyard 20 times. Right. Because police thought he had a weapon in his hand when it was actually his, his cell phone. phone. Yes. And they killed him in his own backyard. Yes. That's why. Yes. That's um... why. What I would have said, honestly, is I don't have time for this today. Um, but since Malik Tawil and, you know, you're more kind and patient with people, I think your response completely threw him off. I, I think he's just not aware that African-Americans didn't really choose to be called African-Americans. I must have said the slave trade like eight times in that one sentence. <laughs> I was like, you do understand that people came here as slaves, not like they didn't choose to come here. They were brought here. 
No, but like, and then for generations, you called them niggers, and then finally, regardless. Okay, I think this guy thinks that America has moved past that. We're a post-racial society. Yes, and that it should have gone from nigger with a hard R to just American. (laughs) However, that is not really realistic or possible in these current times. To which I repeat, are you not with us? Um, Are you not here with us? Do you not watch the news? Do you have no clue about what's going on in this country or how people are living? Like, you must really be purposefully blind to not understand how race works here. Why we're still African-American and not just American. What in what Raven Simone ass logic is this? I'm not sure. But also, I think the term African-American was kind of created by white people to describe black people like yes. not a lot of black people would be like oh yeah you know whatever which I had makes this party at work and it was like lit because it was full of african-americans nobody really says that which what, makes his question the, all the, the more situation ridiculous. where you do use that term is for example um when there's a crime and you're like oh the suspect is african-american um You know, they're always sure to make that very clear distinction because what else would a suspect be? I just feel like there's some people you can like, there's nothing to say. The Swedish girl, like I can try if I am in the mood and I have time, I can try to educate you. But there's a point where it's like, okay, you're not going to get this. I don't want to spend more energy on this stupid debate. So whatever. Sure. It's divisive. Okay. It's, it's not like the, you know, mass incarceration of certain communities or your government's very divisive policies. No, it's not that. Sure. It's just it's the term, term African American. Let's, let's just go is. with that. That is fine. Yesterday you asked me why I even engaged in the conversation. Why? Like, why and I didn't For just what? walk away? I live in Arizona, which is a Republican state. He was a white man. And I was a little I'm black so girl. I'm so sorry. And he could have pulled out a gun and shot me, and nobody could have cared <laughs> except my mama. So that's why I had to stand there and listen to this man tell me that the term African American is divisive. Because really, I'm scared for my life. Because if I go off, right, who's getting arrested? Not go Near off. Him. Just like I, I think that at some point you have to like save your energy for debates that actually matter because what are you going to try to educate this person who is so far removed from other people's realities that he doesn't even you know what it's fine i don't even think it was his question that made me angry it was the the realization that this man could be so far removed from reality that he don't know none of this and feels the confidence and the ease to ask this question and not have to worry about how that would feel or what like you know what i mean like in that moment i just looked at this man and was like you've never struggled with this you've never struggled with any of this you have no idea how horrible america can be that and that's what pissed me off okay then listen Stefan Clark was shot in his backyard and the man who has been sending bombs 
to black and Latino houses in mm-hmm. Texas. Oh, we are going there. Okay, great. Was called this episode is nerdy gonna be quite depressing. And from a godly home. Mm-hmm. And police waited overnight to apprehend him. I guess he was barricaded in his house or some shit. And they waited overnight for backup mm-hmm. to get him. Stephon Clark was shot 20 times in his backyard for having a cell phone. Bitch, what? I but you want to tell me the term it. African-American is divisive? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. I'm done. I can't do this no more. All right. <laughs> Moving on then. I have none. Uh, actually, I have two. I have a a yes, sir, uh, ambiguous yes, sir, yes, ma'am, and I have mm-hmm. yes, ma'am. Excellent. Uh, my yes, ma'am, goes out to... Girl, where is it? My yes, ma'am, <laughs> for this okay. episode is Maha Mahdi. Okay. Who is, I think, <clears throat> the first Sudanese consultant in the field of emergency medical services in the UK. She is okay. a helicopter emergency medical service team member. Okay. So she's the, she's the sis who like jumps out of the helicopter and saves right. people from cliff uh, edges and like <laughs> okay. resuscitates them and stuff. And okay, I great. think that's amazing. Yeah, it is quite fascinating. Badass. Like, right. yes, ma'am. So yes, yes, ma'am to her. Maha Mahdi, you are doing amazing things out in the UK. Shout out to the Black Girl Magic. Appreciate you. Shout out to her. And then I have an ambiguous yes sir, yes ma'am that goes out to the Instagram account KL triple S double underscore. Okay. And I am shouting them out because of a video that they recently produced. Mm-hmm. Not so recently, but I've just discovered it. Or I think Twitter just discovered it four days ago. Okay. Um, and, the, and the video is what you hear in the intro of today's episode. <laughs> it's going to be a surprise for me, too. Cool. Yep. <laughs> the video uh, depicts a young woman walking down the street, minding her own business. And a man <gasps> oh, my God. Sarah, no. You're talking <laughs> And trying I to holler at her. Expecting this. And she's like, it does not all good at the... Uh, and then um, homie is watching this all this happen guy goes up to her again he's like hold on I'm talking to you he comes up to him and he's like yo <laughs> and then he's like and he pulls out a pair of scissors from his Belt sis. Oh my god. And stabs the man in the stomach. <laughs> and then they walk o- away, and the sis is like, Oh my god, how can I repay you for your kindness? You saved me. And dude looks at her, cocks his head back, and says, <laughs> And then rap music blares. Right, <laughs> and it is the most amazing thing I've ever watched. And I know I made a, I made a parody of it on Insta Story, and I know that people have been laughing about this video and calling them stupid for making the video. I think it's brilliant. I okay. I think it's great unintentional 
comedic genius. Yes, I think, and I am saying the brilliance I am expressing is no shade to them. Literally right. zero shade. Right. I really loved and enjoyed that video because it was <coughs> hilarious. And whether True. you meant it or not, I think they did mean it to be funny, but not in the way that we find it funny. Right, right. But it was hilarious. So mm-hmm. kudos to you. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Please keep making content because I will keep watching it. Right. And that's all I have to say about that. Okay. Well. Um, we have some questions. Oh, we do? Yeah, we do. I yes. was going to move on to recommendations. I'm so surprised this oh, never no, happened. Oh, we, no, we have questions. Um, uh, we have actually questions, one. Questions? Plural? Question. Come on. Plural, yes. But okay. I don't know if we'll answer all of them. And I'll start with okay, this one. Right. This one comes to us from Chris. And if you want to hit us up with any of your life queries, your questions, even general questions or personal things, personal problems that you're going through and you want us, uh, you know, to give you the honesty perspective of things, um, then hit us up at NSNM Podcast. You can DM us. I'm going to open the DMs. If you want to uh, send us an email and have a more thought out question or a more detailed problem you can email us at no sir no ma'am at gmail.com um you know let us hashtag fix your life this is not necessarily a fix your life question but it is a question okay and this comes to us like i said from chris Mm -hmm. who says dear no sir no ma'am first i would like to say that i've enjoyed your podcast for quite a while now yay as a non-sudanese person it is interesting to hear your perspectives and learn some things Mm mm-hmm My question is this. As Sudanese people, what are your thoughts on the inclusion of Sudan and or South Sudan in the Horn of Africa? There is no real connection coming from countries like Sudan and Ethiopia, Somalia, Djibouti, Eritrea when it comes to Horner solidarity or as Horner, like the Horn of Africa as an identity. Mm -hmm. Uh, I usually only see it from the diaspora communities as well as social media, but not in real life. Do you feel a particular affinity to these countries or regions that is different or unique compared to, for example, the Middle East slash North Africa? Thank you. Um, Thank you for your question, Chris. And Mm -hmm. shout out to the non-Sudanese people who listen to us because... I'm surprised that you do. I uh, thought yeah, all of our baffled people were. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Thanks. Um, I appreciate especially it, as an Al-Sudanese person, I'm like, what could you possibly? But okay, thanks, bro. No, let's um, keep listening. We're not deterring you from listening. Just surprised. Just surprised. Pleasantly surprised. Honestly. Yeah. Um, Do you wanna? No. Take a stab at that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well. Because <laughs> right. I, I don't really know how to answer this. Is he talking about solidarity? on like a political and economic level or just like between actual individuals or communities or whatever well i am from i'm assuming from Mm -hmm. his question that he is talking like socially okay Uh, oh can i answer it first yes while you gather yourself all right i um definitely feel like i relate more to people to the peoples of the Horn of Africa, like um, Somalis and Ethiopians mm-hmm. and Eritreans, because first of all, I think there's a lot of, we have a large uh, Ethiopian and Eritrean community, er, communities in Sudan. So I think okay. in that sense, we're more. Fa- I'm more familiar with Ethiopian culture right. and Eritrean culture than I would be with North African, like Tunisian okay. or Moroccan or whatever. Okay. Um, so in that sense, yeah, plus I think that we do have similar features mm-hmm. as people. Um, so yes, I do feel more of a connection to 
those peoples than I would to people from North Africa mm-hmm. or the Middle East, particularly the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel no connection to that, but I mean, um, but do, does is that on like? Can I say that that's on a wider scale in Sudan? I I wouldn't be able to speak to that. Like I don't think that is necessarily. I don't think so either because of our like political leanings towards like Arab identity and right exactly. Exactly. I think it also, like, the answer to that really depends if you're, like, a Sudanese person living in Sudan or if you live abroad. Because I feel like (sighs) Sudanese people in Sudan tend to think that they have more in common with other Arab countries. Sure. um, Because of, like, the religion and the language and all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, although Somalis are Muslims for the most part, but and we, um, just because politically we've always tried to kind of like distance ourselves from other countries of the African horn and be closer to, you know, whoever's balls we need to be looking at on the other side well, of the Gulf. Okay. Um, so there's that, but I feel like... Um, when you don't live in Sudan and you live in a horrible, cold place where people are racist, you do tend to stick to people who look like you just because, mm-hmm. like, I, I live in white people country and I know that <laughs> people looking at me will associate me more with, like, Ethiopians and Somalis and whatever than, like, Saudis and whatever, Bahrainis right. or, like, Lebanese right. people, right. you know? Right. Right. So I feel like that link is much stronger outside of Sudan, but what do I know? Yeah, hope that answers your question, Chris, and thank you for listening. Um, our second question, which will probably be the last, um, <clears throat> is, uh, I don't know if she wants us to say her name on the air, so I won't say it. But um, she asks, what do you do when you are discriminated against for no reason that you could think of by someone who should and has said or promised to have your back? How do you interact with someone who, like, literally has your future in their hands but is being unfair to you? Uh, How do you face the person and say that they are mistreating you and that they're being unjust? Um... Well, this young lady doesn't give any details as to like okay. what the situation is, but I am assuming right. that um, she's being discriminated against uh, by someone like a mentor or like a okay. advisor or whatever, uh, and yeah, is asking on how to handle that. Yeah, that's kind of what it sounds like. Um, mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> that is all. Difficult question because of several things. One, we don't know the relationship. I mean, we don't know the, um, yeah, the relationship between you and this person. So is this person like your your teacher, your professor, or is this person like uh, your you know advisor, mm-hmm. department head? Um, also, is it like a strictly professional relationship? Do you have right. a friendship as well where you right. can kind of like talk to them on another level? Right. Like it depends on a lot of things. Yeah. Um, I would say that if you have, I mean, it seems that you were, you say, you know, somebody who 12 hours ago, you were thinking about how to repay them for the good they've done. 
So I'm assuming that you have somewhat of a close relationship to this person mm-hmm. where you feel obligated to sort of like repay them or like you feel gratitude to them that mm-hmm. goes beyond just like your uh, uh, literal relationship, like your professor or whatever, if he gave you mm-hmm. a good grade, like, I mean, for, I would say if you have the, if you have the, the closeness with that person, you have mm-hmm. a level of closeness to that person, then I would say be honest with them. But if that person is white, I would not use the words you're discriminating against me because right. white people don't, don't necessarily, um, r- respond well to that. They do um, not. Yeah, they get very defensive. So I would say it in a different way. Put the situation in very clear terms and uh, highlight their response to whatever the situation is that's making it unfair. Right. I think put it in very like factual terms as opposed exactly. to I was going to say, yeah, yeah, just like make a very objective list of why you think you're being treated unfairly, like things yeah. that actually happened and facts mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, just so you have the support of facts on your side, because yes. that's yes. always useful. Yeah. Um, especially since I think in professional settings, when you tell white people that you feel discriminated against or that someone was being racist or whatever, it almost always turns into a very emotional thing where it really shouldn't be because you're saying facts you're like okay um this person is racist here's what happens Mm -hmm. and then like you said people don't really respond well to that and they get very emotional and defensive so I would say avoid that at all costs because almost every time I was in that kind of situation it somehow became my fault Right. And just it, because, okay. like, emotions were, like, going right. crazy and it becomes people didn't about understand. Emotions, and, yeah. yeah. I, I think a lot of times when we say the word discrimination, people automatically think hurt feelings and not necessarily mm-hmm. bad actions. Mm-hmm. And when I say people, I mean white people. So if that's the case, I would definitely not. I would be I try to be as factual as possible and remove emotion as much. Like, remove any word that could indicate emotion, which is mm-hmm. literally discrimination, racism injustice mm-hmm. like all but of we don't words. know this might even be like discrimination on like a gender basis and or i was something. just gonna say that if we the person is actually just being sexist right. the same thing applies because mm-hmm. the moment you say i feel like i'm being discriminated against for my gender right. then it's oh your little girly feelings are being hurt mm-hmm. <laughs> and like whatever so like sada said i think making a list of like actions or facts things that have actually happened to you that show the injustice or show the discrimination against you mm-hmm. put them to that person and if that person is close to you have a very honest conversation using those facts right um, and I, I also know it's really hard because when you feel like you're discriminated against that's an injustice and it's really hurtful yeah. but you yeah. should always try to not come from an emotional place either because that's right. just gonna even be even though it's your right to be emotional yes. in that situation. But you realistically, because, that yeah. never pans out okay. Like, yeah. ever. Um, so. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I really, I feel really bad for you because I know how that feels. Mm-hmm. To, like, we both know how that feels to be right. in that situation. It's right. very painful. And especially if you're in, like, a professional setting or, like, academic setting. Mm-hmm. It's just, 
the worst. And also, if you can send us more details about the actual yeah. situation or the person or something, maybe we'd give you better advice. Yes. But for uh, now, absolutely. like, that's what I'm going to say. That's, yeah. And good luck. Like, yeah, fully good definitely. luck. Like, um, okay, that's, that's all we have okay, today. That's it for the questions. Yep. Uh, if you, like I said, whatever. You guys already know the contact information. Hit us. <laughs> Recommend- recommendations? Okay. No. I've been watching... <laughs> I like the... You just... No. I've no. been watching Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Okay. Which is Jerry Seinfeld's Netflix series mm-hmm. where he literally takes out comedians for coffee with fancy cars. Yeah, um, I've seen that in passing. And I don't know how I feel about it. I'm actually not recommending it. I'm just talking about it because I want to know if anybody else has watched it. Okay. I haven't, it's- so... Like, Jerry Seinfeld comes off real... Douchey? Yes. <laughs> and I understand that he's, like, a legend, super right. successful. He's, like, mm-hmm. a, you know, he's a household name. Right, and he's inspired name? a lot of other comedians yeah. who do stand-up, so... And I understand that he's at a point in his career and his age where, like, he has so much money and he just mm-hmm. doesn't give a fuck. Like, and he's, like, fine. super blasé about it. Yeah. He's, like, he's like puffy in that way where he just, like, doesn't give a shit. Right. <laughs> like, does whatever he wants. Right. But it's just... I don't know. I don't think I'm recommending it. I just... Okay. Have you watched well, it? And if so, <laughs> let me know how you feel because I don't know how to feel about it. All Some right. of the episodes are really funny. Like, because the comedians are funny. Like, the Will Ferrell episode was really funny. He had Steve Harvey on there, and I was just like, hmm, whatevs. But, okay. uh... Why was... You know what? Never mind. Okay. Um, but yeah, just let me know how you feel about it, if you've watched it, because I don't know how to feel. I haven't really been watching anything new. I'm just, like, finishing up all of the trash reality TV that I'm watching. <laughs> um... So the Love and Hip Hop Miami uh, reunion uh-huh. was a hot mess. I can a hot I mess. can imagine a hot ass the name mess. of the show. <laughs> um, mainly because of that whole Amara La Negra situation, um, I feel like it really brought out all of the ignorance in everyone surrounding her. I've never watched the, uh, Love and Hip Hop anything, let alone Love and Hip Hop Miami, but I like her just purely off of her energy and the fact I that she's just like out here. love her. And I love that she's very vocal. I think she's really out of fucks to give at this point. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> she stays collecting people. Like, she doesn't... I'm not here for that. Had food, which I'm here for that. Um, the other interesting fact is that she was fighting on the show. She was friends with this um, that what Caucasian Vega? Latina, Veronica Vega. There we go. I know her. So, fr- I know her name from the read. <laughs> I don't okay. actually know her. So they they were friends at the beginning of the season, and then things deteriorated when Veronica mm-hmm. Vega basically turned her back on Amara La Negra and obviously had very little respect or regard or whatever to, um, I was going to say her struggle, but that's not true at all. To like her cause and what she was trying to promote on the show and all of that. Um, And, you know, she called her 
um, fake because like she wears the wig and she was like aslaninti gadana oh, you want to be I natural and whatever somewhere. but yeah. like bitch that's not even your hair and and him all of that that's okay that's neither here nor there <laughs> um, this hefa on the show. Um, there was a scene where she was talking to Trina and they were talking about doing a record together. Mm-hmm. And Trina was like, yeah, that's cool. I think you're talented. But my people um, are kind of not fucking with you because <laughs> you have that one record where all you say is the N-word. And people think that's uh... crazy. Um, first of all, I love Trina, but I wish she had been like more... assertive assertive Mm -hmm. because she was like yeah so this is you know what do you have to say about that (laughs) you know like it was very Mm -hmm. chilled and he and I Um, this bitch said that because uh, she's a Latina from Mm -hmm. Hialeah in Miami which is like very mixed like black and Latinos and whatever Mm -hmm. um, and that That you know she's she's from the hood and she said that when she enters a room of white people, they consider her other, right? Okay, um, that so doesn't mean black. So she was like, I don't care. I, I can say that word. Um, oh. Because, yeah, I can say that word. Okay. Um, and then, okay, <clears throat> and at one point, she's talking to Amara, and she's like, yeah, just because you're darker than me, whatever, we're all from the same place, we're all niggas. No. Okay. Oh, no. Um, no. And she was like, yeah, you see these um, people in Puerto Rico and nobody cares about them and they don't have um, power yet. They're niggas too. Um, a few things, Veronica. First of all, I would assume, I think she's Puerto Rican. Is she or is she Dominican? I don't know. I think she's uh, Puerto Rican. I don't know what she is. I think. Um, whatever. Being from the islands, you should be aware that the population of these islands is made from brown people who are indigenous to these islands, uh, Caucasian colonizers who've colonized the islands, and slaves who were brought from Africa, right? Um, Just because you're a Caucasian Latina um, and Uh, Amara is an Afro-Latina even though you come from the same place that does not mean you're both niggas because if you go to an audition with this girl they will most likely choose you over her because she's loud and dark skinned and she wears her hair in an afro and that is just the reality of it (laughs) I don't know why you want to be oppressed so bad to like justify your use of that word um but you are absolute fucking rubbish you're garbage you're trash i hope someone pops you in the mouth for using that word and that's it and i i hope amara flourishes um because that is all she deserves as the icon that she is today listen and i hope you disappear into oblivion because i am tired of these people like what is it What is so hard to understand that just because you come from the same place, you do not get treated the same way? It is not. Here is my thing. Why do you want to say it? So upset with saying it. 
For what? Because what? What does it prove? What does it do for you? Like, <sighs> um, goodbye, ma'am. Asalama, sayonara. I hope that is the last we hear from this bitch. Oh, and out. Oh my God, this is where <laughs> I was getting at. At the reunion, <sighs> Nina Parker, bless her heart, was trying oh to like goodness. pull her out of her hole. She's the lady who presents the reunions. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know anything about these shows. Uh-huh. She was like, listen, uh, your use of the N-word has been very controversial in my bad show, but you <laughs> said crazy. that you consider yourself to be black. And she was like, yeah, my great-grandma's black. And Nina's like, um, oh, okay, girl, <laughs> sure. And sure. Uh, she's like, right, so you're great. Okay, she was from Africa. Cool, so what do you consider yourself? And she was like, oh, I'm black. And she said it with her whole, whole ass chest. chest. Just okay? All of it. And I crumbled. Wow. I was like, I am fascinated <clears throat> by how people, especially in and around like hip hop culture and stuff, want to be black so bad. But then you don't really. Like, you say yeah. that you're black and you can say nigga and whatever because you're part of the culture. They just... W- but yeah, also, you like clearly do not care about the culture because you sat here for a whole that's season the and shat on your friend who was trying to make a very valid point about colorism. So, you know what, Veronica Vega? Fuck you Fuck and you. your mama. Yeah. And that's it for me. Um, um, I'm good with that. I don't know uh, if I had any other recommendations. Like I have a rec- recommendation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, this one I give to Nicolas Sarkozy. <gasps> I don't know if you're uh, going to have a TV in jail. Sis, I am but so Shantana. Actually, I don't know if you're going to have Netflix. In- Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. He went to jail for corruption for accepting money from none other, amongst other people, than Muammar yes. al-Qazafi. Yes. This what? Oh. I am thoroughly satisfied that he's going to jail. Because when he was president, he was a whole dick. He was... He's done so much crap. Anyway, I am very, very happy that he's finally in jail. Um, Everyone kind of knew that he was a crook. So there's that. Um, Crook is an understatement. Yeah. Um, And that's it. That's it. That was the good news for me this week. I'm happy. I'm glad. That's the best French news I've ever gotten. Right. (laughs) And on that note, (laughs) goodbye. Bye.